Welcome to episode 13 of the Fun of the Run podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I'm Michelle. You probably also know me as Waddell Running Lady on Instagram, where I talk about my life as a runner. I share tips and reels and and just basically whatever workout I'm doing on any given day of the week and try to spread a little bit of positivity along the way and Like I said, I'm so glad that you're here today. I am continuously humbled by your support of this show. And even this past weekend when we were on vacation, I received a message on Instagram and it just made me, I I had tears in my eyes. I was so humbled by what Joanna said. And it was just, it was wonderful. Thank you, Joanna. I just felt like a rock star and and like what I say matters sometimes, you know, I'm just a regular person. I'm just like you. I may not look like you. I may not be the same age you are. I may not live in the same type of climate you live in, but I'm a person just like you just out here trying to do the best I can. And, and it makes me feel really good that something that I said helps somebody that's, that's what it's all about. And so we continue to record this podcast and, Well, first of all, so I can talk about running because I love talking about running, but also in the hopes that something that I say or share about my own experiences will help you. So again, thank you for being here. Today's episode is called What I Wish I Knew When I Started Running. So first of all, I started running five years ago, May 2018. I started with Couch to 5K app, and I'm sure you all have heard of that. The reason I started running was because I wanted to lose the last 10 pounds. That did not end up happening, but that's that's neither here nor there for the purposes of this episode. But I downloaded the Couch to 5K app. I want to say I used it for maybe, maybe a couple of days, and then I just didn't like the format. And I went back to YouTube and did some searching, and I found a woman on there that was a beginner just like I was. And she was using an app called 5K Runner. I know it sounds very generic. And it was generic, but it made sense to my brain when I downloaded it and clicked start. It just made sense. And so that is the app I used to train for my first 5K. And I have to tell you that when I started training for this 5K, um, I started in May. And many of you may know that I live in Arizona. I live outside of Phoenix and it is Phoenix. um, Well, our summers are pretty brutal and, you know, it can get upwards of 115, 117. And, you know, there's times of day when it's just really not safe to be outside unless you are, you know, you've got your sun protection and just various things. It, It can be dangerous. You can get heat stroke. And I chose to go ahead and start my 5K training plan just right before summer, which, whatever. It was kind of stupid in a way, but on the other hand, that never even occurred to me and that never crossed my mind that I'm doing something foolish. <laughs> I just went for it. And and looking back now, I'm so glad that I just went for it. Because if I would have waited for the perfect opportunity, if I would have thought, no, it'd be better to start in the winter. Oh, no, it'd be better to wait, you know until another year or no, I'm not ready. I wouldn't have started. And so when I, when I think about this also, I was kind of surprised 
that I was able to stick to a plan. And I say that because I had many 20 plus years of of yo-yo dieting under my belt. And I very much was had a yo-yo diet mentality. And it made me, I, I didn't realize this until just when I was thinking about this last week or something, but it made me think I was someone who wasn't able to follow through with things because I always had to try a different diet. I never did the same, you know, hardly ever did the same one again. I would try this and then try this one and try that one and try the other one. And it it kind of made me think that, well, I'm not somebody that can stick to something long-term. And running was really the first thing that I ever stuck to for a long time. And maybe that's not a big deal to you, but it's, it's a big deal to me especially when we're talking about, I was a couch potato. I was someone who was never active as a child, as a teenager, um, as an adult until I was about 40, 42 is when I started kind of walking and hiking and trying to make a lifestyle change. And right before I turned 44 is when I started running. And so it did not occur to me until I was talking to my husband like last week about this, that I don't think I ever thought I was somebody who could stick with, with a plan. And so I, I guess I wish that I would have known when I think about it now, I wish that I knew I was somebody that it wasn't me, that I wasn't the problem, that it wasn't me not being able to stick to it, but I hadn't found something yet that was right for me. I hadn't found running and running has just been something that changed my life. And so I wasn't the issue in that sense. I hadn't found yet what I was looking for. And so I wish I would have realized that, you know, at the time when I first started running. Now, as I started training for this 5K, I would hear different um, opinions and different things that people would talk about. Well, I use this app or have you ever tried this? And I started getting advertisements for something called Zombies Run. And it's an app that... Basically, I I tried it just very briefly, but it sounds like, and from what I listened to at least, it's this huge ongoing story, basically. And so you run, whenever they say run, you run, and you're running away from zombies. And it sounded really good um, overall, but when I actually downloaded it and started from scratch, there really wasn't a whole lot of running involved. And it was more like just kind of listening to a story. And I mean, I've thought of trying it again oftentimes, but I've just never done that yet. But there are different options out there um, for people that are just, you know, wanting to run and listen to something while they're running. So that is kind of a cool thing. I lost interest quickly in Zombies Run, and maybe I just didn't give it enough time. But I ended up going back to 5K Runner and started doing that. So before I go much further, the inspiration behind this episode is Kaylee. And Kaylee is, um, while she's in my Sunday school class at church, she's also my daughter's friend. I've known her since she was born. Um, But Kaylee called, texted me the other day and said, do you think that I have enough time to train for a half marathon before my birthday? She said, I think it'd be really cool to celebrate by running a half marathon. And now Kaylee is not a runner. She runs at school. Like, you know how PE, you have to do like a mile or whatever, but she's not really a runner. 
but she's like, this would be cool. And and she's talked to me before about, well, how do you even like running and things like that? And so when she texted me, I was so excited. And she's like, and I said, yeah, you have enough time. And and she said, well, do you have the secrets? And I'm like, of course I have the secrets, you know? And so we've been texting back and forth and I helped her figure out what uh, kind of a training plan that she should um, possibly look into. And and just various things like that. But she's the inspiration behind this episode because she had, she has a lot of questions and she'll say certain things. And it reminds me of when I first started running and I didn't know, this is not a bad reflection on Kaylee, if you're listening, Kaylee, but um, I didn't know anything when I first started running. And I, I had a lot of questions and, and there are just so many things that I had never thought of. And so helping her has brought a lot of that back to my mind. And the cool thing about this whole situation is she's roped my daughter into running at training for a half marathon with her. She's roped her father into it. My, my daughter's boyfriend, his brothers, uh, various people she has roped into doing this half marathon with her. And, and obviously she's roped me into it as well. <laughs> so, and so it's really cool. And so she is actually the inspiration behind this the subject of this podcast today. So shout out to Kaylee. I wanted to also say um, one thing that I wish I would have known was that it's okay to be a beginner. Everyone is a beginner at one time. And when I got to the starting line of my first 5k, I was at a local park and we were standing under Ramadas and I was looking around at everybody and I had never been to a race in my life. And I was very, very felt very funny and I didn't bring anybody with me. It was just me by myself. I drove myself there. I was embarrassed for my family to see me. And what if I failed? And so I was there alone. But I started looking around and I noticed that everybody had these different shoes on. I didn't know they were Brooks and 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 uh, Hoka's and Saucony. And I didn't know any of those brands. I was wearing some Nikes, like I've said before, that I found at Burlington or Ross or Marshall, somewhere like that. And that's what I was wearing and I didn't know any different. And so I looked around and like there was a group of ladies sitting um, at a picnic table under this Ramada and they all had, you know, the fancy running shoes on. And I felt kind of silly because I didn't have any fancy running shoes. And I guess I wish I would have known back then that it's okay. You know, it, it was okay. It was okay to wear my Nikes to my first 5K. Nobody looked down on me for it. If they did, they never said anything to me. Everybody was super nice, super supportive. And I ran the race just like they did. And I finished just like they did. And I got a medal just like they did. And so it's okay. It's okay to be a beginner. It's okay to run just because you want to run. And this is something that has taken me. If if the, if they're a runner, a lot of runners, they want to run races. And that's just, that's just the gist of it. I love running races. But you do not have to run races to be a runner. I wish it wouldn't have taken me five years to realize that I don't have to run for anybody else. It's, it's for me and it's okay to go for a run just because I feel like going for a run. It doesn't have to be a training run. It doesn't have to be so I can post it on Instagram and let people know I ran today. I can just go run for me. And I wish that I would have known that when I first started running, I, I didn't. You, another thing I wish I would have known is you shouldn't compare yourself to everybody else out there. I talk about this all the time, but I don't look like a typical runner. You might. Um, My husband does. He's not a runner, but he looks like one. 
And I've talked before about how we'll go into a running store and the, the salespeople flock to him and ask how they can help him because he looks like he would be the runner. And I don't. You do not need to compare yourself to other people. If you have a body that can run, you have a heartbeat, you have the means to run, whether you're like, you know, somebody that has to run walk or somebody that can run fast or somebody that, you know, shuffles or whatever, you know, somebody that has one leg. I've seen, I've seen someone running a marathon. I want to say it was on YouTube and they had, they had two, um, prosthetic legs. And I thought, wow, let's get rid of that comparison game. We don't need it. And I wish that I would have known that when I first started running. I also wish that I would have realized that you don't have to do things traditionally, you know, and by that, I mean, I'm trying to think of how to explain this. You don't have to want all of the things that it seems like everybody else wants. I've never had the goal of qualifying for Boston. I have no interest in qualifying for Boston. Would I love to run that race someday, maybe as, you know, a charity bib? Sure. But I, I don't want to try to qualify. That's, that's just never been my thing. And guess what? That's okay. If you don't have that goal, you're still a runner and you're still legitimate. Okay. You don't have to want to get faster. So many times, even my personal, uh, the coaching service that I use run for PRs and I love them and I, I do, and I've used them for four years, but a lot of their posts will focus on, if you want to get faster, you need to do this. And here's how you get faster and run slow to get faster, this and that. And I thought, well, what if I don't want to get faster? What if I have no interest in, you know what I'm saying? What if I have no interest in becoming faster? I don't want to. And that's okay. And it's kind of taken me a little bit to realize that it's okay. I don't have to want to get faster. And I remember even answer, asking my coach that question a year or so ago saying, okay, but what if, what if that's not my goal? I do have to pick up the pace, you know? And so I could definitely benefit from getting faster, but I don't want that to just be my focus. I want to be able to run longer. And even if that means maybe a solo ultra or something, you know, I think I would rather do that. And so I wish that I would have, I, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is I wish I would have realized that, you know, not everybody's trying to get faster. You don't have to want to get faster. That does seem to be a very common goal and many people do want to get faster, but you don't have to have that goal. I'm not saying just sit on your butt and don't do anything, you know, and just coast along. But on the other hand, if that's what you want to do, if you want to sit on your butt and just coast along, it's your butt. You know, you can coast along if you want. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. I wish when I started running that I would have established a good strength training routine, even if it was 10 minutes twice a week, every week, because now I've, I'm so, running is so ingrained into my personality and into my mind that I have to get that run done or else I don't feel like myself, but I don't feel that way about strength training because I have not focused on it. I've tried multiple times. I've tried different things and I just have not gotten to that point yet where, where strength training is, is where it should be. And I feel like it's hindering me because I feel like I could be a better runner if I was stronger, if my ankles were stronger and my legs were stronger and you know what I'm saying? My hips and everything were stronger. 
runners need strength training. And I did not know that when I first started running. And I wish I would have. I wish I would have started establishing that habit early on because now it's really hard to do it. I'm still working on it. I still have every intention of doing it. I'm trying even right now. I'm going to try to do it. I'm still working on that. But I wish that I would have done it five years ago. You know, I wish I would have known how important strength training was um, because it's just, it's it's necessary. And I, I feel a lack of that in my own running. And, you know, as school wraps up for the summer, my goal is to really try to incorporate that more into my life and into my running routine. And it's probably going to be something short and sweet because, you know, that's, it's probably more likely that I will do something that's short and sweet versus something that, you know, I need to do for an hour on top of, of running, which already takes me a long time because I'm slow. So my runs, you know, some people, they've got three miles, they're done in 30 minutes. I, I don't run that fast. Three miles takes me almost an hour. And so if you see what I'm saying, when you're a slow runner, like I am, then trying to add on something else, it just adds even more time. And I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining that that's kind of where I am. And so I do wish that I would have already started incorporating that strength training in when I first started running. And so if you're just getting started, think about that. Try to get some, some form of strength training in. It's so important. A huge thing that I wish I would have known when I first started was too much too soon is really bad for you. It can be really bad for you. Increasing mileage too quickly can hurt you and cause you to have to end up taking time off in the long run. I've shared this story before. I'm going to share it again because it's just so, so very fitting for for talking about this. My husband ran his first 10K without any training at all. He told me he did not need to train because he did CrossFit. And I will admit that he was able to cover the distance. He was able to run 10K without training. And he was fit, you know, because he did CrossFit, but he got injured. His muscles were not used to running like that. His muscles and everything were not, um, I, I don't know how to explain it, but he, he did too much too soon. So just going from no running to suddenly running 6.2 miles, it cost him to the point where he got some kind of um, Achilles injury, if I remember correctly. And see, here's the thing. He's had several injuries. And now every time he tries to run again, he gets injured. He's had plantar fasciitis. He's had Achilles tendonitis, he, several things. And it's like now he's to the point where, um, well, his first injury was October. Let's see. October of 2018 would have been his first injury. And today it's May of 2023 and he still can't go and train for a half marathon or anything like that because he's, he can't physically do it without getting injured. He's done physical therapy, but he, he also would rather do CrossFit than properly warm up for a run or, or you know, incorporate more running into his routine. And so he, he just continues to get injured because he always does too much too soon. And just let that be a lesson to you. Don't be like my husband. Actually train for a race. If you're going to run a race, train for it, please. And I just, there's, there's no shame in that. All right. Another thing that I wish I would have known is that nobody cares 
about you as much as you do as far as thinking you're weird looking or something when, when you're at the start line of a race. Nobody's looking around. If, if they might look at you and like, oh, they're really wearing that. But they're not looking down on you as a runner. They're out there doing their own thing. And they don't really care what you're doing in that sense. I'm, I, they care. Runners are very supportive people. But they are not. They don't care in that sense. They're here to run their own race. And not to... Um, what, what is the word? Not to tear down your race, if that makes sense. Everyone's there doing their own thing. And they're all there to chase that goal and to chase that medal and to chase that finish line. And they're all there so they can feel that sense of accomplishment that you're there for too. And so just when you get to the starting line, just think about that. Who cares what everybody else is wearing or do your thing? Because nobody, nobody is as worried about maybe the things that you're worried about as you are. And so keep that in mind. Okay. So I am going to tell you the story about running virtual grandma's marathon. I did this June 24th of 2020 and it was stupid. Okay. I'll just tell you. My friend Holly and I were signed up to do Grandma's Marathon in Minnesota. Um, It was supposed to be June 20th, I think. But the pandemic happened, the race was canceled, and we had the option of doing this virtually. Holly did hers earlier in the year. Uh, I think she might have done hers in April or May. She... She has MS and heat really bothers her. And so she did hers earlier before it got too hot. I waited. I was going to try to do mine up in Flagstaff where it's a bit cooler than here in Phoenix. And I was going to wait till July 4th and do mine up there because we were going to be up there on, on vacation. Well, my daughter ended up having getting married on June 27th. I think it was June 27th. Yeah of 2020. And so I'm sewing and this and planning and doing all this stuff and, and marathon training. And I finally got to the point, like, look, I want to just run this marathon already. I'm doing it virtually anyways. I need to just get it behind me. Like I want to just do this thing. And so I emailed my coach and he's like, fine, fine. I, you're ready. I mean, it's not like you're going to be any more ready for it, you know? So two days before my daughter's wedding, <laughs> I got up at 3.30 in the morning and I drove over to um, this local neighborhood 10 minutes away from me in Surprise, Arizona. It has a two-mile loop. It's tree-lined. Like I said, June 24th, I started at 3.30 in the morning and I just started circling this loop. It's pitch black out. I heard there's some people that must have pulled an all-nighter party because they were just laughing it up in one of the houses. But anyhow... I had to go to the bathroom like 10 times in the first like 30 minutes and I'm just, and it was dark. So it was kind of nice because I could just go wherever and go to the bathroom here and go to this park and go there and, you know, nobody could see me, but it was ridiculous because I've never had to go to the bathroom 10 times in like 30 minutes. It was, I think I was just nervous and, and I had never run a marathon by myself before. This was my second marathon. Yeah. So I had already run Mesa marathon about four months earlier. So this was marathon number two, but I'm doing it alone. Right. 
So I'm out here the heat that day. So it took me over seven hours. So um, it was like 115 degree day. And I ended up walking through sprinklers. Whenever the sp I would see sprinklers, I would go walk through them. I had leaves in my shorts from going to the bathroom various places along the highway because I got sick of running in a two mile loop. And so I went out onto the main road and started running up and down the sidewalks. My friend Holly ended up riding by on her bike and bringing cold water and snacks. And I asked her if I could go to the restroom at her house and use a real toilet. And so we, she rode her bike and I ran and we went back to, or I probably walked let's be totally honest. It, I was dying of heat stroke. Well, figuratively, not literally, but I was really hot. And, um, it was all in all <laughs> miserable. But it was also like a really good experience as far as mental toughness went because we went to Holly's house and I think I had, I think I still had like two miles or three miles left. So she ran with me for the last few miles and then we're in front of her house. We're like on her street, right? And I have 0.2 miles left to run. And I remember telling Holly like, look, I'm done. I said, I am never doing this again. And I said, I would rather, I would rather be in labor right now than be doing this. And that kind of stopped her. She's like, really? And I'm like, no, not really. And then I kept going, but man, I was miserable. I was so hot. And when you run a race like that, a virtual marathon, there's nobody. I mean, obviously I had Holly for the last eight miles or whatever, but you know, there's no finish line. There's nobody cheering for you. There's no aid stations. I just wore a vest and carried my own water and hoped for the best and tried not to die. And the whole point of me telling you that story was <laughs> I did what I wanted to do and I didn't have to, you know what I mean? I did what I wanted to do and I still had that major sense of accomplishment. I ran 26.2 miles alone by myself. How crazy is that? but I did it. And I wish that I knew that about myself, that I was capable of doing that when I first started running. To keep going with this, what I wish I knew kind of situation that we're in. I wish I knew that nobody has perfect form. You know, I have seen so many different ways of running that some of them do crack me up. I'll just be honest because some of them I'm like, how are they running like that? You know, I mean, some people flail their arms all around. Some people, their feet are just like out to the sides, like flying out. And I'm not making fun of them. I'm just telling you, sometimes it's like, wow. And then some of these people are going really fast. And, you know, and I just think, well, if they had better form, they would probably be, you know, winning this thing. I realize that we see a lot of the elites and we see, see Kipchoge and, and his form looks perfect, but guarantee from what I've heard, at least, um, experts say no one truly has perfect form. You can get it as perfect as you can and, and you should try to get, to work on your form, but you know, there are so many different concepts about you, no matter what, don't, don't heel strike. You need to strike on in your midfoot and, and then you'll hear other people say, no, you know, if you heel strike, it's okay. Just 
you know, try to land with your feet under your body, under your torso, or you hear other people saying, well, yeah, it's okay if you heel strike, because if you try to train yourself to do something else, if you try to get yourself to not heel strike, you'll get injured. If you try to force yourself to do another form that your body isn't used to doing, and by compensating, you'll get injured. You'll hear everything, okay? You'll you'll hear the opinions will run the gamut. And I guess I just wish I knew back then that, you know, there isn't anybody that has totally perfect form. There are things that help us run better, you know, chest up and back, you know, your shoulders back and, you know, keep your heart up like Sally McRae always says. And and you want your feet to fall under your torso and, and you know, you want to keep your chest opened and all of this and your eyes forward. But we're not going to all have perfect form all the time and that's okay. And I wish I would have known that because sometimes you know, you try too hard, right? All right. I'm going to go ahead and see what else I have. I have a whole list of things written down here and I'm just going to go through these. I have runners are kind, some of the most supportive people ever. Running unites us. And these are things that I didn't know when I first started running. There's no right or wrong way to run. Running changes you. Running shows you a world that you've never known before. At least that's what happened to me. And I've, I've done a reel about this on Instagram about the sky being so blue and, and the clouds being so white and the flowers being so bright and beautiful. And I didn't know those things until I became, became a runner. I am telling the truth. Running has opened up such a new world to me that I never knew before. I didn't know that I was capable of of running the long distances that I run. I didn't know I was capable of running an ultra marathon. How would I have ever known that? You know, if I wouldn't have taken the first step that day in May and decided to download a 5k training plan, I would never know that I was capable of running an ultra marathon, you know, and that's so weird to think about. Running makes me feel like a million bucks. It makes me feel so accomplished. And I, I'm so glad for that. You know, I didn't know that when I first started running. And I guess, you you know, you can't know everything there is to know when you first get started. But the sky's the limit. You can run on the road. You can run on the trail. You can run on the treadmill. It's okay to have different goals than everybody else. We already talked about that. I wish I knew that I could have fun with it. And just running is, you know, no one's going to die if I skip my run today you know, and no one's going to die if I come in last in a race or if I get injured and have to take some time off. No one's going to die. My family's not going to go hungry. You know, I'm not supporting people with this running and it's supposed to be fun. And I wish that all of those times when I was stressing, you know, about this or, oh no, I did this wrong. I wish I would have thought about, you know, this is just for fun. It has taken me years to get to that place where I realized this is just for fun. It's for me and nobody's going to be hurt if it doesn't go perfectly. You can see places in the world that you've, and, and not just see places in the world because you can travel without being a runner, but you see the world differently when you're on your own two feet than you do just, you know, traveling there and just seeing the sights like quote unquote normal people do. When I first started running, I remember thinking um, that there was no way I could run for five minutes straight. I had um, the next workout on my 5k runner app was walk, you know, run, walk, jog, walk, jog, and then jog for like five minutes straight. That five minutes was so long. And then we were up on vacation, up on the rim, the Maguillon rim up here, up north of Phoenix. And my workout that day was 
to run for 15 minutes. And I told my husband, I can't, I can't run for 15 minutes. And he said, yes, you can. You've been doing all the training. You've worked up to this point. You've been following the plan. You're ready to run for 15 minutes. And I was able to do it. And I wish I knew that over time my body would adapt and my body would get stronger. And that if I just gave it time and, and let it grow and get stronger and, you know, that I could do really hard things. And I know that now, but I didn't know that then. I didn't even know what I was capable of. Another thing that I want to throw out there is there are no dumb questions when it comes to running. And that's something else that I wish I would have known because sometimes I would be embarrassed to ask certain questions. Where'd you get your shoes or what are they called? Or, you know, how do I do that? Do I go to a running store? Or, you know, there are no dumb questions when it comes to running. Always ask and don't feel stupid. Everybody was a beginner once. And let me just tell you right now, I am still a beginner in many ways. I've been running for five years. Some of you have been running for 25 years, for 30 years, for 40 years. Sometimes I I see posts uh, from other people and I, they've been running their entire life since they were a teenager, since they were a child. And I started when I was almost 44. There are no dumb questions, you know, and we're all still learning. And even if you've been running for 40 years, there's probably something you still don't know. You know, do we ever get to that place where we know everything there possibly is to know about running or about anything? No, I don't think we do. So ask your questions and don't feel stupid because there is not a stupid question, even if you think it's stupid. Okay. I wish I knew to get fitted for running shoes. I've talked about this in another episode. If you haven't gone to your running store yet and gotten fitted for running shoes, please do it. They'll do a fit fit check on you. They should. If they're a good running store, they'll record you walking, record you running, figure out what type of pronation you have, give you some recommendations on types of shoes, and do it. Do it. Um, I wish I would have known not to wear cotton on my super hot long runs, to wear some kind of sporty moisture wicking fabric, tech fabric. I wish I would have known how to fuel properly. And this is not an advertisement for Shocks headphones, but I went through so many like earbuds where I would put one earbud in for safety and leave the other one out. And I would run and I was so running in the summer and it's hot and sweaty. My earbud would like fly out of my ear and interrupt what I was listening to. And then I would have to turn around and try to find my earbud. (laughs) I also had the kind of, um, earbuds where it would go in your ear, but it was connected to like a hard piece of plastic that would go around my neck and the earphones would be attached earbuds I'm sorry would be attached to like a wire that would retract back into that hard piece of plastic that would sit on my neck and so those would just I'd run and they'd be like bouncing and so I guess I wish that I knew then about aftershocks well shocks now headphones and they just bone conduction sit over my ears I don't have to worry about not hearing what's going on around me because there's not anything in my ear and they don't fall off when I'm hot and sweaty. I wish I would have known about those. And last but not least, I wish I knew that all bodies are runner bodies if they run. You don't have to look a certain way, be a certain pace, run races, go places. You just have to run. You have to just put one foot in front of the other and run. And that's something that I wish I would have known back then. I didn't think about it at the time. I didn't realize that I 
I didn't realize that I was different than other people. I just knew I was going to come and run a race when I, when I showed up for my first 5k, I just knew I'm going to see what this is about. And I put the training in and I'm going to try to run 3.1 miles. And I don't know if I can, but I'm going to try. I didn't know anything. You know, I knew so little back then. And I, some days I feel like I still know so little, you know, but I hope that something in this episode just jogged your memory about something. Maybe there's a little reminder in here. Um, Most of this is pretty basic stuff that most runners do know, but there are a lot of things that I wish that I would have known when I first started running. And like I said earlier, there's no way that we can know everything that there is to know about everything. There's, there's just no way. I mean, you know, coaches and, and experts, they don't know everything there is to know. They know a lot and they do a lot of research and they're educated, but even they don't know everything there is to know about everything. So there's no way that we can either, but there is a lot of information out there. There are a lot of good resources out there. There are a lot of very inspirational runners out there that you can follow on Instagram. There are a lot of people in just lo- your lo- probably even your local running community that you can meet up with. We have a store here called Tortoise and Hair Sports, and they organize group runs and um, local races and things. And, and so there's an opportunity there for people that live in my area to kind of get together and, you know, see each other in person. I've met several people through my Instagram account and that's been a lot of fun when you message somebody back and forth, but then you finally get to meet them in person at a race or an event. And, and that's a lot of fun too. So I would love for you to reach out to me if there's something that I forgot to mention in this episode that you wish you would have known when you first started running, shoot me a direct message on Instagram at Waddell Running Lady or send me an email at funoftherunpodcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from my listeners and I am always open to suggestions for podcast episode um, suggestions. That doesn't make a bit of sense, does it? Anyways, I'm open to suggestions. So reach out with your ideas. And again, this has been Fun of the Run podcast, and I hope to see you next time.